Let's go. I might be tough this morning. Let's see what happens with the word this morning. Let's go, Raj. Thank you so much. In a, in a Christmas series right now, I named it Christmas Confidence. I mean, it's just some, something new for me, but it's not a new story. But when you name something and you start looking at it, it's like looking at a, a diamond. You just see it from a different angle. And I wanted to look at Christmas this year with confidence, with confidence. There's a lack of confidence in our world. People, people don't do what they did. They don't go out. And it's crazy. You know, the, the world, it's just, a, it's really one of the weirdest times I've ever lived in in my life. It might be the weirdest time I've ever lived in in my life. But uh, guys, where do you get your confidence from? You're going to get your confidence from Dr. Fauci? You're going to get your confidence from Washington? Is that where you're going to get it? You're going to get your confidence like me watching the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Vikings last week? Am I going to get my confidence from a kicker named Dan Bailey? Missed three field goals and one extra point. That's all you kick were three field goals and one extra point. You missed every one of them. You make about $10 million a year. Are you kidding me? All you got to do is kick the ball. Good grief. Coach, our kicker would have made two out of the four at least. At least the high school kicker. And here's what our coach said. I still have confidence in Dan Bailey. I pity my coach every night. He must, he must never get a wink of sleep. But our confidence is in Jesus Christ. Come on, say Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. That's where our confidence is. Don't put your confidence in me. I'm like a yo-yo sometimes. Amen. I'm not going to put my confidence in you. People, I go to your church. Well, I've seen a lot of them go and quit. But he's never quit. He's a friend that does what? Sticks closer than a... Will he ever leave you or forsake you? Isn't that pretty nice that he said that to us? Pretty good stuff. So Christmas confidence. I just want you to have confidence in the Bible and in Christ. And Christmas really happened and the resurrection. Yes or no? And you never know when you start having confidence in something other than something temporary and and pathetic... You might discover the real you, the strong you, the best of you. Peter didn't have confidence. He didn't have confidence. Jesus called him the rock. (laughs) You're the leader, man. You're not the pope, but you're the leader. And Peter finally, through all that lack of confidence, he finally banked it all on Jesus. And he became the leader that Jesus knew he could be. Amen? So this is real. Let's talk about it today. A pretty in-depth message. And it's a, it's a beauty, man. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, it's a great scripture we're going to share today. So today's message, confidently living for Christ. Amen? Confidently living for Christ. Last week, confidently shining your light. We, we don't have the shepherds. We don't have the uh, angels now and then Joseph and Mary now. They're with the Lord. We got us. Say that with me. We got what? It's us now. It's us now. No angel's going to show up at your neighbor's house and go, Would you come to the Christmas Eve service? That's you doing that. Amen. I was in my neighborhood yesterday, and I normally don't do this, but a lady hollered at me down the lane. Gary, come here. Old lady. On the ground. I thought she was just sitting outside on the ground. Didn't know she had fallen. Gary, come on. But she was smiling even though she was falling. And uh, she's on the phone with her daughter to come pick her up. And I said, oh, I can help you. And she said, no, you've had back surgery. You can't pick me up. And she's probably right. But then another neighbor came along, and his name's Gary. 
So the first time in my life, Gary and Gary, together, two Garys, picked up this woman off the ground. I'm not bragging, but I'm saying the angel didn't pick her up. Capiche? This is on us now. Y'all hear me or not? Say this with me. This is our town. This is... If you live in South Gulf Cove or you live in, I just call it the greater Inglewood area. Now, if you're in Port Charlotte or I understand, but even if you're in Port Charlotte, we're your beach, man, right? Yes or no? It's just my way of keeping us focused. This is our town. We have to do this. But who wants to have anybody? How would the lady feel yesterday if it would have been me on a walker trying to pick her up and the other guy weighed 30 pounds and, you know, She'd have probably went, whoa, whoa. But when she saw me and she saw him, we could both together work and competently pick her back up. And that's what confidence will do for you, man. It'll lift you and it'll lift somebody else. But this weak mess ain't going to fly. So let's talk about it today. So we can find living for Christ but doing it confidently. Amen, Raj, I'll let you push me. But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. You might wonder, Clark, why do you say God gets all the credit because of Scriptures like that? Yes or no? By whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision avails anything, nor uncircumcision avails anything. But say that with me. But a what? I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. That's what matters now. You hear me? Keep looking. And as many as walk, as walk according to this rule, according to what we just said, glory to God, okay, He gets all the credit, praise goes to Him, okay, this bragging on this kind of thing you do in church, or this one over here, it's all about you've been made a new creature because of Jesus Christ. Us that live according to that ruler, that prince of Paul. Say that with me. Peace be on them and mercy upon the Israel of God. We're the Israel of God. We're, God reached out not just to Israel, but to us. He, he, he came to seek and to save that which was what? Lost. He came to give His life a ransom for many. Yes. So, from henceforth, I love this scripture, Paul writing, Let no man trouble me. That sounds like a pretty confident fellow, don't it? Ha-ha! I'll have no man trouble me. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Boy, say that with me right there. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Let's say it three times. Come on. Number one, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Number two, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord of the Lord Jesus. Last time, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. I'm a good person. I go to church. You see how weak that is? How about this one? Let no man trouble me, for I bear with me, come on, in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. How many would say, Pastor? Over my life, many times, maybe one time, three times, maybe not yet, there have been special moments and markings in my life from Jesus Christ. 
If it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't even be here on this earth yet. How many would say that if it wasn't for him? I probably would have checked out a long time ago. See there? You hear me or not? I just want you to look back. Don't you think like that? What confidence does that give you? Yes or no? Well, so-and-so don't like me. Good. Spell my name right. I bear in my body the marks of Jesus. You want to judge me? You're judging him. My faith is in Jesus, not Gary. Okay? I think he can handle judgment. How about you? Say amen. Come on. Good stuff. I could just talk about it. I love this verse. So, I'll glory in the cross. We're talking about confidently living for Christ. Nothing else matters. That's what he said. Nothing else matters. What does so-and-so think? Or what about this? At the end of the day, what matters is what he thinks of me. And Jesus loves me. This I know. Help me. For the Bible tells me so. So just hush your mouth. Amen. And it usually is not them. It's us that condemns ourselves. We need to be confident in the Lord, man. Say that with me. I'm a new what? Is that in the Bible? It's all in the Bible. But this is the, this is the classic one on that. Let's read this verse. This is the classic verse on what I just said. Say it with me. Therefore, if any man be in Christ or a woman, he is a new creature or creation. Say it with me. Old things are past. Behold, all things become what? Yeah, but you don't understand. I did this back when and... This happened to me. What's the Bible say? Is the old things passed away? Are you a new creature in Christ? Yeah, you don't. I can't make it. It's because you have no confidence. Or your confidence is in you or a pastor that let you down or a church that let you down or a husband that let you down or a wife that let you down or you that let you down. He will never let me down. Boy, that's strong, ain't it? And I didn't even rehearse this morning. This is real, guys. This is real to me. I believe my mother, she and I were saved on December the 18th, 1977. We're Christmas Christians. We're Christians that, we're people that got saved around Christmas. But you're not going to give your card out to somebody? You could be giving it out to a Gary or an Ann Clark Riley whose lives will be forever changed. Amen? But my mother had confidence in Christ. I believe that night she looked at that 357 Magnum. She was murdered. And I believe she looked at it and said in her heart, if not out loud, you can't threaten me with heaven. Are you hanging on to this world so tight, so scared to death? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. You are going to die. Newsflash! The average age of a man living in this country, 78 years old. The average age of a male dying in this country of COVID, 78 years old. I've done the math. We dying. Why not live while you're alive and die when you're dead? And when you're dead, you'll go be with the Lord. <laughs> I could, I could have just a t-shirt ministry. Just sayings. Here we go. Don't you love confidence? Yes or no? Now, I don't like bull crap. Excuse my language. i got to watch my mouth. I will, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Confidence in Christ. We might not make the message today, but it's been good so far. 
Peace be with those who keep this rule. Peace be with those who keep this rule. Not a rule, it's a principle. What principle? Glorify the Lord, your confidence is in Christ, that no man trouble me. Got it? Okay? No man can really trouble me. What does that mean? No matter what you go through in life, you have Jesus. No matter what you go through. One more time, how many went through some stuff and you... Didn't mean you don't hurt, but you're making it. Can I see some hands? I am making it. I am. See? Isn't that awesome today? I have the marks of Jesus in me. Wow. Okay, and that can mean a lot of things. It can mean persecution. But you know, I really think it meant when you look at your life, when you examine, didn't the Bible say, but let a man examine himself when we have communion? Does it say that? When you examine yourself, can you see any evidence of Jesus in you? Isn't it great, buddy? Isn't it great to be able to nod your head and say, yeah, I can see some evidence. It doesn't mean you're bright. You're giving Him the glory. That's what it said, right? But, but you get the benefit of Him and the confidence. And the putting your head on a pillow at night and not putting your faith in Dan Bailey, the kicker of the Vikings. And I hope Dan Bailey's watching this morning. It doesn't bother me at all. They wouldn't want me as the chaplain of their team. Every one of them think they're going to hell every Monday. But that's another story. <laughs> wow. Do you have his marks in you? Let's keep going, buddy. Thank you. How can I know that I have the marks of Jesus? Isn't that a good question? Let's examine it at Christmas time. Jesus, first of all, we're going to read some scripture. I'm going to go to Ephesians, and I'm going to let you do a test. It can, it's, it's to help you see if you have the marks, but it's also to, to help you just look a little closer. And you might be surprised that you do, and you might say, I really don't as much as I need to, right? Yes or no? I'm not here just to pat you on the head. I'm here to kick you in the tail at the same time. It's a beautiful thing. So first of all, he marks my morals. Say that with me. He marks my what? Okay. Ephesians 4.25, Wherefore, put away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. What does that mean right there? Here it is. How do you know if you got the marks? Here it is, the marks of Jesus. This is, we're going to read a passage and we're going to do a test. Not just a test, I want to grow, man. Here's the marks. Tell the truth. No marks, you liar. How'd that work for you? Nothing worse than somebody says they believe in Jesus Christ and they get out there and talk about the Lord, but they lie like a stinking dog. Okay? Look at this one. Marks. Be honest. No marks. Cheat. Are you seeing maybe you got some marks that you didn't even think about? How about this one? Do right what? How about over here? Dodging. Bobbing. Weaving. So Jesus marks my what? Do you have the marks of Jesus in you? Good, good, sweetie. I love that. The marks of, what's our word? Say that word with me. The word is what? We're not talking about perfection, guys. We're ta- the Bible says, Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your what? Good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You show forth the marks of Christ or the light, the light, the light. The light of Jesus when you have what? Integrity. Let's look at another one. We learn it? 
Let's look at, we're in Ephesians. Now, I was over here, but we went to this passage, and we're just going to walk it through. Keep looking. So he marks my morals. He marks my what? My moods. Well, that's just me. I'm always in a bad mood. I'm a moody person. Maybe, 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 maybe you're a new creature and a new creation in Christ that you've never discovered. And maybe, maybe you don't have to always be the way you've always been. I have Christ in me now, the hope of glory, right, buddy? Come on. I love it when big cops right here, troopers in the church. Where's the other state trooper in the church this morning? Can I re- right up there's a state trooper up high, up high. There's a state trooper down low. Don't screw with me. Hey, man. And I got another old copper right back there. Don't know, buddy. Wave at me right back there. I see you. Hey, man. Look at that. Good. Come on. You think we always got, you think these coppers always got it. You think, you think they ain't struggled in their life, say. You think they don't need this message, right, brother? Yes or no? Come on. Ground's level at the cross. We need help. So you mark my moods. We did 25. Let's look at 26. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. We're talking about the marks of Jesus. We're just trying to break it down, make it clear as crystal for you. What's the marks of Jesus from that passage? We have what kind of anger? doesn't mean that you don't get angry. It doesn't mean that stuff doesn't bother you. It should bother you. Jesus flipped tables at the temple, remember? A lot of stuff. You think Jesus just walked around, everything's just beautiful, and he was just, you know, like, was a, like, like, a, like a flower child or something? People make Jesus into that. You know, like a pot smoker or something. Everything is beautiful. That's not the Christian life because everything isn't beautiful. But it's a righteous anger. What? No marks. What's that one, Raj? Hit it. Self-centered. Instead of righteous anger, you're angry because you didn't get your way. There's a difference, isn't there? How about this one? The marks of Jesus, a peaceful spirit. No marks. Bitterness. And a lot of you don't move forward in your life because you're bitter. And you will not move forward in your life because you're bitter. Okay? But you can move forward in your life because you don't have to be bitter. But you can argue with me and say, yeah, but, yeah, but. You can come right down here and we can both just butt each other to death. But at the end of the day, if you're bitter, you're not going to bear in your body the marks of Jesus because Jesus was not bitter. He willingly gave His life a sacrifice for us. But you're not going to let go. I understand. You just don't have that mark of Jesus. But you can have it. Amen? And it's going to hinder you all of your life. Here's another mark. Marks of Jesus, you give it to who? No marks, you get what? You see the difference? We're talking about the marks of Jesus. Paul said, let no man trouble me. I bear in my body the marks of Jesus. I'm a changed man. Say that with me. I'm a changed man. You say woman, I'm going to say man. Ladies, let's all do it again. Everybody in the house. I'm a changed man. Because of who? Not because of Gary. 
or our church or some other church. The marks of Jesus. Here's our word. The first one was integrity. The second word is what? What's that word mean to some of you scholars? It means self-control. How many would just as a testimony, you would say, boy, I used to really not be able to control myself at all. But because of the marks of Jesus in my life, I'm sure doing a whole lot better. How about that? See how that works? Can you imagine meeting somebody, a family member, a friend, a neighbor who's totally out of control and you can share your story, how you were totally out of control and how Jesus has marked you and you can walk them and with them, and they can see the light shining in you, and that's going to give them hope, which is the word confidence. Amen? Good stuff. Jesus marks my what? What? I didn't make this stuff up. I'm just reading the Bible. Verse 28. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him do what? Labor. Working with his hands a thing which is what? Good, that he may have to do what? To give to him who's what? Just a straight up question. Would you rather be homeless and have nothing to give to anybody, or would you rather have things to give to people that do need? Which side of the coin would you like to be on? The one that has or the one that doesn't have? Then why don't you live like it? Why don't you live like that? Why don't you you say, I'm marked by Jesus because I am a man or a woman who has worked or God's blessed me and everything he's done, he's blessed me. And you know what? I am a giver because I'm marked by Jesus. And I know that other side I don't want to be on. If I have to receive, I will. I understand that. It's okay. But let him that stole steal no more and get a job and, and make it the good way and the fair way and the honest way. That's the mark of Jesus. You might, you might not have known just being a good working man and woman and doing the right thing. You might say, oh, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a super saint. I'm not a singer. You know what you are? You're a Christian. You're a a person out there in this world that's shining for Christ. And because of your integrity and your temperance and the way you handle your money and giving, you are a bright light to a lost world. It's beautiful. Why not have confidence in that? So what's the marks? Here it is. Work. Here's no marks. Steal. Here's the marks of Jesus. Give. Here's no marks. Take. Not taking. I didn't say receive a gift. I'm just talking about being a taker. Y'all know the difference? How about this one? Marks of Jesus. Say it with me. Share. What's no marks? He's selfish. How y'all doing up here? Are you bearing some of the marks of Jesus in your life? I want you to feel good, guys. I want you to feel confident. But at the same time, I want you to work harder. This is our town. They deserve it. The marks of Jesus. What's the word? What was the first one? Integrity. Second one was temperance. Third one is what? These are marks of Jesus. Are we understanding? These are lights, buddy. These are lights. When you meet somebody with integrity, you go, wow. When you meet somebody with self-control in a bad situation, you go, wow. When you meet somebody who's generous and kind, you go, wow. That's the whole point. Let no man trouble me. I bear in my body the marks of Jesus. Good message, huh? Verse 29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. Marks, marks. He marks my what? My mouth. And I know sometimes I say something and you don't like it. And sometimes I still need to work on my mouth. But this mouth has been saved. You ought to heard the old mouth. 
anything you've ever said that was filthy and nasty, I've said it and probably said it louder. You understand? I know you understand. I've got some of these fellows are going... <laughs> Here's the marks of Jesus. My mouth is used to what? No marks? I know you don't mean it sometimes, but guys, you come to me at church and you want to tell me the crap in your life on a Sunday morning when I'm trying to get up here and preach, okay? How about tell somebody else? At that moment, guys, I need to be encouraged. Not to tell me how bad you've got it. You think that made me feel good? I'm talking about, no, I don't mind you sharing with me, but be thoughtful about it. And also do this. Do this. Okay? Check your life out and see if that's who you are. Every time you speak to somebody, it's how bad you've got it. You have no right. I, I detest that. Sorry, guys. I know that hit some of you in the gut this morning. Well, take it. Okay? You can tell me your problems. But every time you speak to somebody, it's always bad. But I'm going to heaven. I doubt it. Doesn't mean you're not saved. I just doubt it. Guys, I don't, that's ugly. I know I'm ugly this morning. It didn't mean that even come out, but it did. You say, Gary, you got no marks because you just discouraged us. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Use your mouth to do what? Instead of what? Marks. Be what? No marks. How many would testify this was you? Discouraged, curse, be negative. You're not perfect, but God has helped you because you're a new creature and now you've made the, you've made the, the move to the other side. You're showing some marks. Can I see your hands? See? We can do it, can't we? Good stuff. What's the word? Edification. Are these Bible words, by the way? I didn't grow up knowing edification word. I was from Rockingham. I never heard that word. It means to build up. That's a mark of Jesus when you build up. Amen? It's not a mark of Jesus when you do what? Tear down. Capiche? Keep looking. The marks of Jesus? Who I'm wore out. He marks my what? My walk. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed until the day of redemption. One of my favorite verses in the Scripture. Here's the mark of Jesus. You're real, not phony. That's your walk is real, not phony. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to ask you a question. How many would say, man, God's coming to my life and I'm not the phony that I once was. Anybody willing to raise their hands? I was just phony. I was a phony Christian. I was a phony. I went to church. I did whatever. But you can say it. I act like I'm But I wasn't. It's harder to raise the hand on that one. Marks of Jesus, sincere, no marks, insincere. And you think we're going to win our town to Christ by being insincere? Being phonies? No. Let no man trouble me. I bear in my body the marks of Jesus. Amen? Marks is holy. Does it mean perfect? It means I want to follow a holy walk. I want to do what God wants for me. This is I could give a rip. I'll do what I want to do. And I still do that sometimes. But I'm not bearing in my body the marks, am I? No. 
The marks of Jesus. What's the word? I chose this word. Heart. When somebody gives you their heart, and when they live their life with heart, that's a blessing, isn't it? I wish Dan Bailey would just kick with his heart. Kick with your heart. With your heart, Dan. Gosh. Anyway. Jesus marks my... Did you know when mom and dad and grandma and grandma was teaching us good manners years ago? They were teaching us the marks of Jesus. They weren't trying to be hard on us. They were trying to get us to do the right thing. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be ye kind. My daughter's favorite verse in the Scripture, Elise Clark. Say it with me. Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. What's the marks? He marks my manners. Here it is. We're what? Is it good manners to be kind? How about this? Is it good manners to be mean? No. How about this one? Tender-hearted. Is that good manners to, to be tender and like that? Or how about this one? Cold-hearted. Which one do you think is going to win somebody to Christ? How about this word? Forgiving. How about this over here? Malicious. You just wait. My stepdad told my mother many times. I didn't know until after her death and things came out and people talked. She'd share with her pastor that he would tell her, I'm going to kill you while you sleep. So mama slept with a hatchet under her pillow. True story. It was found the day of her death. Are we treating people in such a way they're sleeping with a hatchet under their pillow? Did you know some people won't darken the door of a church because they've been treated so despicably? They come here so guarded, so tough, so because that's the way they feel like they've been treated. We want to love the snot out of them here. Let's praise the Lord for that. We want to love the snot out of them. This is a great message. I knew it was a great message, man. This is a great message. I've, I've shared this, you know, before in my life, so it's new for me. Goodness is the word. Goodness. Do we have another one, Raj? Do you bear the marks of Jesus? What do they look like? What does it look like to confidently live for Christ? It looks like I just put on the screen. If you find yourself not perfect, but if you, it's not a judging thing. It's trying to encourage you today. If you find yourself not doing this to get to heaven, that's crazy. It will get you across the street. But with Jesus in your life and your hope secure in Him, it will get you across the street to our neighbor's house. It will help you in your marriage. It will help you overcome the hardest things in life that people have ever gone through. You can make it. This is powerful. From henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Do you bear the marks? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good what? We might say marks. Your good marks. In school, didn't we used to, when we did stuff, the, the teacher would give us good what? Good marks, we would call it back in the day. Does the world see your good marks? And glorify your Father, not you. Say, 
that cool? Do you bear in your body the marks? Well, it's Christmas time. Let's look at them. My walk. See, these are lights, guys. My moods. My morals. Look at the tree. Oh, what a nice tree. Who doesn't want that tree in their house? My manners. My mouth. My money. Wow, what a tree, huh? That's some good decorations right there. That's what Jesus wants out of us this time of the year. Christmas what? Let's praise the Lord. What a great word today. That was a great message. Boom! Woo! I love that. I got my own tail kicked. Come on, let's get up. I know I keep you long, but guys, this is the first day of the week. This is the Word of God. Amen? Here we go. Let's just calmly hang in here a minute. Let's pray together. Lord, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for Your Word. Help us, Lord, as we now just let it just, let it just wash over us and sink in for a moment. Help us, Lord. Lord, my heart today goes out to folks. If they die, they don't know they'd go to heaven. And you have done all the work for them. You came, you were born of a virgin. You lived a sinless life. You died on an old rugged cross. You rose from the dead victoriously. You defeated death, hell, and the grave. And now you're seated at the right hand of God the Father. You tell us, believe in me. Believe in me. You must believe in me, Jesus says. Can we keep it simple today? Can you just right there, just, just don't tell me this and that and the other. Can you tell me, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe He loves you? He came, He died for you. He rose. He lives for you today. Can you say that? Can you say, let no man trouble me because I believe in Jesus. I have Him. He has me. If you can't say that, why leave here lost or doubting? Why not right now let me pray with you confidently. Let's go to the Lord right now. Let's pray together. Watching online right here in this big room. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I can't take me to heaven. There's no way. Some church down the street or Pastor Gary, he can't take me to heaven. So Lord, I ask you to forgive me. I'm coming the right way. I'm coming the way of the cross. I come to you, Jesus. You say that if I'll call upon you, you'll save me. I'm going to call upon you, Lord, right now. Lord, save me today. Save me today. I put my faith in you. You said if it's the size of a grain of mustard seed, he could move a mountain. Lord, I want you to move the unbelief out of my life. Because I believe in you today. My confidence is in you, not me. My confidence is in you, not a church. My confidence is in you, Jesus. Save me, I pray. In Jesus' name. How many with heads bowed, just quiet and calm?